There's some Godsmack for you. Rocky Mountain Way on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Naked Big J, 843 in the AM. Perhaps you're familiar with him from movies like Groundhog Day, Big J. Single white female. He's on Californication. He's been in a lot of movies and in a lot of TV shows as well. His name is Steven Tobolowski. Also the voice of the Discover Car commercials you've seen on the TV. And he's on the show uh, this morning. Good morning, man. How are you? I am uh Superior. Beautiful. It's uh, it's Nick and Big J. You got us both on the line, and uh, we appreciate Hi. you calling in, man. Oh, fabulous. You know, uh, I, I wanted to talk with you real quick, and I may be pulling on some memory strings here, but about, I think it was 2007 or so, I, I ran on Netflix. I was on a documentary kick, and I watched Steven Tobolowsky's birthday party. And yeah. uh, I absolutely loved it because, man, you can spin a yard. You can tell a tale. <laughs> And is it? I know. I know. It's probably a gift you've had forever, and people have told you that all the time. But it, was there a point where you realized, you know what? I'm pretty good at telling stories. I don't mind saying so myself. Well, I, uh, I guess a big turning point for me was uh, I, w- I went to uh, Sunday school with my parents, my, my family. We went to an evening service, like a Friday night service, and the rabbi was speaking to about 300 people in the congregation about what we are grateful for. And I must have been about 10 at the time, and I start racing my hand like, ooh, ooh, call him in, call him in. You know how kids do when they wave their hands? <laughs> right. And he was talking, and he probably thought I had to go to the bathroom, and he kept talking, and I kept saying, me, me, me. So he pointed on me, and I stood up, and I walked to the front of the congregation and said, I would like to say a few things of what I'm grateful for. And I began telling the story of the terrible car accident that my mother and father were in. My father was in a coma. My mother had a broken back. Of course, they were sitting right there in the synagogue. Uh, And I continued to tell this entire story, uh, which I thought was a pretty good story. When we were headed out to the car, my father walloped me and said, Why did you do that? And I felt compelled to tell that tale. Now, I've learned since then. In fact, before birthday party, I learned the very important lesson that true is better than clever any day of the week. And I try to make sure that all of my stories are true stories now. And and I find that people enjoy them so much more. You know, and speaking of being a character actor, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and, and there'll be that guy uh, who you've seen in several other movies. And, uh, you know... Th- it's like you, you want them to make that uh, that leap to being the big star in a movie, and it just kind of never seems to happen. How do you settle on being that character actor? <laughs> well, you have to have hair, first of all. <laughs> uh, you, you have to have hair if you're going to be uh, one of the stars in the movie. You, you when, when you're on my side of the equation, you, you recognize that you're grateful if you're just playing uh, homeless man number two in the movie, because there are thousands of people waiting in line to play homeless man number two, so you learn not to get so greedy. And after a while, after you end up playing several of these supporting roles, you begin to realize that you have a lot more advantages than the people who are the stars. Uh, First of all, uh, you don't have to be there every day, which is good. You know, you have time off and you can do things. Uh, Someone who's the star of the movie their entire career is going to be dependent on how that movie does financially. Uh, You could take a look at actors like um, a a perfectly good actor, Matthew Modine. You remember Matthew Modine? Yes, absolutely. Uh, He was in Married to the Mob. He was the hottest, biggest star. Um, Michael Perrin. 
he was the hottest, biggest star. But when that last movie didn't make a lot of money, nobody called anymore. And then suddenly they have difficulty putting together a career. Whereas someone like me, uh, Groundhog's Day can do well. Uh, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Ms. Hyde cannot do well. <laughs> but I still get hired on my next movie because my career is not tied into the financial the financial viability of the next project. So that's something that's really, really super positive. Another thing, too, is you find the people who play the leading man in a movie, they usually play the same kind of part over and over and over again. When you get to play the kind of parts I play, you know, I can play everything from Romeo to Juliet and enjoy it. It's it's delightful, and you get to play the bad guy in one movie and the the doctor in another movie. Once I got to play the doctor in one movie, and right after that, I got to play a ghost doctor in a TV show. So I got to play someone living and someone dead doing the same profession back to back. Now, big stars, they don't get to do that. And I imagine it obviously also keeps you busy, but uh, never too busy to get yourself mixed up, right? I mean, you still have an idea of what's going on and when, yes? Oh, right, right, uh, sort of, kind <laughs> of. Yeah, but but it, it's... Uh, it confuses other people. Like, I, I, you know, we go through, everyone in this business, I don't know if it's the same in radio, but you go through dry spells where, where suddenly you, you don't get any work. And I did get a phone call, not from my agent, but from another agent, an agent who's a friend of mine who was kind of trolling for my business. And he said, have you gone in on this certain audition? And I said I hadn't heard about it, and he read the description that they put out to all the agents. And it says, we're looking for a Stephen Tobolowsky type. (laughs) And I said, no, I haven't been in on that one. I called up my agent, and I said, listen, what's the matter with you people? Here's an audition. They're looking for a Stephen Tobolowsky type. Can't you get me in there? And my agent said, with a straight face, you're not right for this. <laughs> it's brutal, man. It's a brutal business. It's funny. You know, and over the course of the last couple of years, you've also been able to dive into voice work. Uh, do, you, do you have a preference? Do you enjoy doing one over the other? Oh, gosh. I love voice work. I love voice work, but that's even harder to get into than, than being character actor. It's, it's, it's very difficult. It's... Uh, like I always say in Hollywood, there are very many gatekeepers, but very few gates. Uh, voice work is difficult to get into. I just did a voice on the Lorax. I just did a voice on a new uh, DreamWorks film, uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, a spinoff of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Right. Uh, and I love it because your face is not attached to it and you don't get overexposed. Uh, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. But it's very difficult. I'm I'm starting to love things where I don't have to show up to work. <laughs> you know, that's that's what you aim for is where you don't have to put on your shoes and socks. You can just do what you do in your pajamas. That's that's what I'm like. How often to this day do you get somebody telling you to watch your step? It could be a doozy. Oh God. <laughs> I it used to be I mean, I mean, I go through periods where it's once a day. Where someone either goes bing. Uh, in fact, yesterday I was walking across the street uh, and someone yelled out from their car driving by, bing. Uh, so we get this kind of stuff all the time. And, and with the decline of uh, 
human values in our society, so comes the uh, declension of people coming up to you and saying things uh, at restaurants and crossing the street. But it's better It's better than being completely unknown. Well, I know uh, Californication, obviously, has, has kept you busy the last uh, year or so, being a regular on that series. Uh, you, you having fun shooting that, Showtime treating you all right? It's, it is the most fun experience I've ever had. And what is it that, and, and it makes me evaluate what is it that makes an experience more fun than another. Uh, first of all, it, it comes down to the star of the show, David Duchovny. David is like one of the greatest people, uh, mellow, even-tempered, no prima donna, great sense of humor, and and everything goes from there. Our directors on that show are extremely expert in what they do. They work fast. They work well. The cameramen are great, and which is difficult when you're doing a comedy. You don't want to have to redo the scene a hundred times over again because the humor becomes labored. But the sound people and the camera people are so good on that show, we really are able to get the funny scenes within two or three takes and move on. So Californication has been just a delight for me. It's been so fun. I've done a couple shows so far this new season, uh, and they have been del- <laughs> they've been delightful as well. I can't go into it for spoilers, but it's been delightful as well. I know you've got uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman coming up that you told us about. Anything else we can keep an eye out for you in the future? Wow. Uh, in terms of, of real, real on-the-screen kind of stuff, I'd have to say right now it's Californication to be looking for. In terms of live in a place near you, I, I, yeah, of all things, I'm becoming a, a triple threat at my age. <laughs> I, you know, you live long enough, you either die or become a triple threat. So I have a book coming out in, in September, and with that book, the publisher, Simon & Schuster, uh, the book's called The Dangerous Animals Club, uh, Simon & Schuster is sending me out to various cities to do live shows of, of the book. So in this fall, I know I'm coming to Seattle. I'd, I'd love to come to Boise. Oh, it'd be great. It would be great. Because we had contact there with a theater in Boise for me to come to my show. Katie Preston, uh, my dear friend in Boise, she was uh, she was talking that they have a theater there. Uh, the, that they were trying to get me there. So I may be doing live shows, including coming to Boise, in which case I will certainly give a huge shout-out, in which I do some of my stories live, a la Stephen Tobolowsky's birthday party. Awesome. Well, uh, it's probably the Egyptian Theater. We'll put in a good word for you, too, man, because they do a lot of stuff with us. They're good people over there. Oh, I love it. I love it. And and uh, we've we performed right now in in Boston and Seattle. Uh, I'm I'm believe it or not, my the stories that I write are now live on the radio in some cities. And so they're in Seattle. They're in Louisville. They played them in Austin. Uh, Right now, we're talking with some people to go kind of nationally and internationally with it, which would be a big deal. And then I'll be in cities all over, just kind of like Prairie Home Companion kind of a thing. Beautiful. And and I would be performing in all of those cities live, so now I'm gearing up for a whole new round of... Man, I don't know how you guys do it on the radio. I don't know. There's nothing worse than like a one-man show, and you guys bounce off of each other so beautifully, but it's like when you're alone out there, you, you know, you are. it is a desert, and the audience knows it's a desert, but it's it's a challenge, and it's a lot of fun, too. So 
that's the next stage of my life. Well, beautiful, man. We look forward to the book in September, and uh, here's hoping that you come back around Boise Way, and we'll have you back on, and we'll, we'll spend some time together, Stephen. It's been an honor catching up with you, man. Thank you so totally. much. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Take care of yourself, man. right up. Bye-bye. X-Workforce Weather. Right you. We got a right out out of them. That's a win. In the meantime, we'll take a look at your uh, precision forecast, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes Bob Anthony from today's 6 News. It's brought to you by Complete Nutrition. You can check him out at completenutrition.com. Summer begins on Wednesday, first full day of summer on Thursday. Also, we have a red flag warning in effect for firefighters due to low humidity and some windy conditions today. Sunny and cooler with a high 73. Sunny and breezy on Tuesday for Wednesday, mostly sunny and 80. And back into the 90s by Thursday. I'm meteorologist Bob Anthony for today's six news and let's take a look at the x pump patrol it's brought to you by mountain home auto ranch i'm spencer blake from today's six with a look at pump patrol